This program is paid for by itswhereiam.com. The content of this program does not reflect the values or opinions of 91.5 KUNV or the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Morning, Las Vegas. It's Zandra Pollard with It's Where I Am. Today, my guests are Louisa Eiler. She's back. And we also have Dr. Tart, who is here to talk with us about getting back out there. Love shock. We're talking about how to get back out there, right? So we've gone through all of our holiday time. We've had Thanksgiving. We've had Christmas. Now, here comes Valentine's Day. What to do? Are you staying together? Are you breaking up? What's going to happen right before Valentine's Day? So, thank you for coming on, Louisa and Dr. Tart. When is the best time to break up with your loved one? Should that be happening before Valentine's Day or after Valentine's Day? Well, my response would be, time is your most valuable resource in the world. So, if you're considering breaking up, Go ahead and break up because you never know. You might meet your real Valentine on Valentine. You may have to what? You don't want to have... If if you're in a dead-end relationship, you don't want to string it along because this is your life. (laughs) This is is, is like you look at your personal legend. This, This is your life. And if you want to be in a healthy relationship, the first thing you have to do is assess. Are we just having problems and we need to go to couples counseling and work through it, even if we're not married? You can go to couples counseling right now. Mm-hmm. Or is this too far gone? And I need to go on to find Mr. or Mrs. Wright. Yes. You know, there's a term that's going around right now for people's lives that are happening during COVID, which is called languishing. And I think languishing really applies to love, you know, because it's sort of just like when it lingers on without really being productive. Right. And then what is the expectation? It seems to me that women have a higher expectation for Valentine's Day, and that can be stressful. How do we deal with that? What, what value wives provide and girlfriends provide in our lives? They complete us. Amen. The average man is married. The older he gets, going to get married. You know, do you want to live? You want to die alone? Being honest, oh, it's a quick little question. Oh. You know, quick little story. Primary care physicians at 40 start talking to men about marriage. Why? It actually adds to their longevity. Amen. Y'all know. Oh, right. Because men do live longer if they're married. Right. Men live longer if they're married. They do. They do. Okay. Married men are happier, healthier and wealthier. That's per the science. That's those are facts. It's not an opinion. So there are men that are moving towards these relationships. So so on Valentine's Day, shouldn't we appreciate you? And the reality is we need more romance as men. So this is actually a great way to spend quality time, especially in the pandemic in the middle of languishing, we need some spark, something special to add to the spice and intimacy of our relationships. I love it. I love your expertise. And I love that you are a married man 
spreading this knowledge to other men to be a better, more responsible love partner. So I have a question uh, about that, Dr. Tart. You know, for some of those men that might be on the fence, you know, where they've had a long-term girlfriend or they've had a long-term significant other and they're just not quite ready or a little afraid to maybe solidify it more with a marriage, mm-hmm. you know, what encouragement can you give them? Because I think a lot of people in today's world are afraid. Getting married? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they're afraid of failing at marriage. Okay. Right? Not just the commitment part? Well, I mean, so let's, t- let's keep the counter. Let's, let's say you never get into a relationship. Okay. That's scarier. You're going to be alone for the rest of your life. Everyone else is combining income, companionship. You're able to spend time with one another, especially in a pandemic. If you were in a relationship before the pandemic and then your work got cut out, then you can't even go to the office. You can't travel your hobbies. You can't go to the gym. You had to rely on your household. Right. Because if you say right. you, you have to take a COVID test, to kiss someone, you don't even know what you're doing. That's a lot of stress. So when we look at it. That's why you'll see more men move towards marriage as they get older. Now, is it scary? Of course, it's an important decision. But what I would do is I'd focus on what makes you more competent as a partner, what makes you better as a team. You don't have to wait to get engaged, to get into couples counseling or coaching to be better as a team to work through your issues. So as you get better and you're trending in the right direction, that's what decreases people's anxiety about commitment and marriage is that they see that this is trending in the right direction. That makes a lot of sense. I love it. So this is a benefit to Valentine's Day. Man, if you romancing your woman, that 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 goes, that's 360 degrees. That what goes around comes around. She feels good. She's gonna reciprocate that she's happy that you made her feel special. She's going to want you to feel special as well. Okay, so let's talk to those who don't have anyone and what do they do? So I know women have Galentine's Day, right? Louisa, you uh, talked to me about that, and I thought you made it up, but it's really something that women do. They love and appreciate one another and give each other gifts. What would a guy do? Can he do Galentine's Day? I mean, he could keep himself occupied, right? <laughs> but guys are just not in the culture of doing Galentine's Day. That's why right. women have better, uh, you know, so more social support because they can get together and men tend to isolate. Absolutely. So what I'd say if you were a man, self-care, go to the spa. Go work out, go to the gym. But really, I'd say start being social. If you want to be in a relationship, Mm -hmm. do what you need to do to present the best version of you and then be proactive in initiating conversation with others. Right. Put yourself in a place where there are women that you would actually want to talk with and allow things to happen organically, whether that's online or whether that's in person. I I know we're having to deal with COVID, but you need to be proactive. So you can have a normal conversation to flirt. Having been single for many years, I finally came to the revelation that if you want to be happy and you want to be in love, you have to go where love is. And with that, what I mean is, if you think about it, a lot of times with these dating sites, you connect with someone and then you're both sitting on the couch having conversations that last a long time. And you think, yeah, like you've been divorced. I've been divorced. Yeah, your ex did this. Yeah, my ex did that. That did that too. But Mm -hmm. that's not really love. And that's not even relationship building. That's commiseration. Okay. So... So how do you, what would you suggest how conversations should flow to get into a love state? If you're, cause you're thinking that that's a commonality, right? You have to re- remember that talking in essence of itself does not build trust. 
Only okay. participation in activities truly builds trust, right? So that means if you're going to talk, maybe make dinner together while you're talking. Even if you're on the phone and it's virtual, do some shared activity that actually lets you see one another in action because actions do speak louder than words. I want to be into one another. It's called love mapping. Love mapping is okay. where I map away from my head and heart into your head and heart. What we're building is connection. See, right now, no matter no matter what, if we don't have connection with the Internet, we have nothing. If we don't have connection in our relationships, it's nothing. So the way you build relationships, like Louisa says, is mm-hmm. doing activities on a regular basis. It's talking deeply to get the person to know the person's world every day. Well, not every day, but on a consistent cadence. Okay. What's going on in your world? What's going on in your world? And we want to talk about the smallest little thing. Someone went in front of me in traffic and we want someone to actually hear that. And also on a deeper level, I want to share my life dreams with you and I want to hear yours. And that's when that chemistry and that connection starts moving in the right direction. And so you have something. And that means you can go on 10 dates. But if you have that special thing with one person, that's the person you tend to focus on. And that's what builds towards commitment and marriage. Uh, That just made me think about um, like when you... um, when people get together and there's like a, a scary moment or a scary event that they share, they tend to fall in love. When you said that, that just reminded me of, although that's not, you know, they fall in love because they have that shared experience through fear, but it doesn't mean that they're meant to be together. Just thought about that. So we, our pain needs to dance. And so he has to find a dance partner. partner. Right. It's like at the bar and you drinking. And you say, oh man, life is going horrible. You don't want the person next to you say, cheer up. No, you want them to say, yeah, life sucks. Pour up another drink, right? It, 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 yeah. Agree, a woman not doing right life. They can't agree on vaccines. You want someone to join in the pain. And then you be like, oh, but here's what's happening. We bonded. Over pain, we have connection. Okay, so you can also bond healthy. We're trying to do life together. Mm-hmm. We have similar passions. Are the willingness to support a, a separate passion because we want support and connection. Now, I know you're a minister. What do you say about people who believe they can find their significant other in church? Because all your guys say, you know, oh, I need to go to church so I can find me a good woman. What, what do you think about that? Christian psychologist, so I'm going to give you faith <laughs> and works. Faith without works is dead. You have okay. to put the work in. For a man, absolutely, because more women go to church than men, especially in the African-American community. Yes. So if you're looking for women, uh, go to church. But you, but you also, you need to make sure that you are marriage material or relationship material. If you, if you go anywhere flawed, those women are going to recognize the flaws. Oh, you're yeah. going to feel bad about yourself. But if you're a man and you feel like I am ready to try a relationship, I feel like I have relationship skills. I know how to communicate. I know how to express myself when I'm upset. I, I, I have the time and balance to give a woman the time that she needs. And this is the time. Yeah, go and meet people organically, socialize, say hello, join classes, join ministries. And this, mm-hmm. this, that's a class of church, but this is anywhere. Go and be social. Active, social, and organic. I think that that's the key right there. That is so important because, for example, if you're sitting at home and feeling sorry for yourself on Valentine's Day, right, girl or guy, mm-hmm. and 
it's unlikely that a stranger is going to ring your doorbell and say, hello, I'm your Valentine. Nice to meet you. But if you be brave and you take yourself out to dinner, you know, there's a saying, a woman who knows what she brings to the table isn't afraid to eat alone. So I'm saying, ladies, you've got to go out, dress yourself up, date yourself and be ready for what could happen. Because if you stay home and eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's, nothing's going to happen. Right. And that's all a part of that self-care that we always talk about, right? So what are some self-care tips for people to engage in um, on Valentine's Day or any day? Well, Louisa said, I I don't take it a step further. Go have dinner in a place where a lot of men are going to be. And where's where's that? Where's where's that? country clubs where men are anything around money a gym don't go to don't go to planet fitness go 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 kickboxing go to crossfit go to go to orange theory go to where men are men are still going to be men and if you just happen to be there if you have go to anything around business you could be a female entrepreneur right you are female we are and if if, yeah so go and then ladies still going to find you ladies this year Valentine's Day is the day after the Super Bowl. For crying out loud, know the scores, <laughs> know who played, and be interested in the things that men are drawn to. Just a little bit Don't of knowledge. Be around to- me. To Super Bowl party. See, Louise and I make a good team. Go to the Super Go to a, okay. a restaurant. Go watch it at a sports bar. Men are going to be there. Oh, People yeah. say, wow, she's cute. She's cute. You don't even have to like football. You just have to go where the men are. Right. He who findeth a wife findeth a good thing against favor in the Lord. So women, you have to be findable. And men, you actually have to be in pursuit to initiate the conversation. So make it possible. I agree with Louisa. If we sit at home and we wait for someone to come, that's not being active. You know, you're not doing that to build your brand. You're not doing that to come up in corporate America. You're not doing that to make more money. No, all those are active process. So be active with being pro-social and watch what happens. It's so true. Even if I share a personal experience, so I had had a relationship that ended, was really feeling down on myself. And there was a, a great concert coming to my town. I couldn't get any of my friends to go with me. Nobody wanted to go, but I bought my own ticket anyway. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to go. Okay. I went and that's actually where I met my significant other. Totally unexpected because I had the courage to say, you know what? It's cool. You know, I can do a lot of things by myself. I can you know, pay my bills by myself. I can you know, buy a car by myself. I can feed myself. But <laughs> just taking that courage to say, oh, I could also go out on the town at night by myself and no one's going to think that like I'm not cool because I'm going to be ready for whatever comes. Well, there you have it. Well, you know, I have to say I have been married for quite some time. And so my expectation on Valentine's Day and every Valentine's Day is that I'm asked. I have to be asked every year to be his Valentine because of all the trauma I went through when I was single. It's so important to me. That's that's how we, you know, begins Valentine's Day with him asking me and then, you know, whatever our plans are. I think that's really special. And Dr. Tart, I do have a question for you, because as a therapist, many years in practice, a lot of couples come in and they're like, oh, I was less than satisfied on Valentine's Day or even when it's not Valentine's Day. Oh, it's so boring. I just fell out of love. We haven't been intimate for years and years and years. Oh, what are some ways that people can kind of, you know rekindle that valentine flame something big do something big get out the culture of where you are right now and maybe take a vacation go to a couple's retreat my wife and i won't run one called a weekend oh, for love yes. weekendforlove.com we take couples okay. out of their element and put them around other couples 
who are fighting for their marriages and then do something big, do something big. This world is horrible right now. Right. Do something big for your relationship. Go all out. And also for the ladies, I think it's okay for you right now. Start talking about, you know what? I really need something big for Valentine's Day. Uh, I'd like to do something special. I'm so excited to see what you've planned. We really need something awesome. Most men just want to be cued. They okay. want to be cued as to how to make you happy on Valentine's Day. So tell them in advance. Give them some hints so that they can move forward. But that is for the good ones and the committed ones. Because if you tell that to a man who is not committed to the relationship fully, he's going to get scared and he's going to run away. So you have to be careful of your expectation that you put out there as well, right? Yes. So you don't want a, uh, a mediocre man. Right. You know, if he can't step up to Valentine's Day, one day a year, that's mm-hmm. not the man for you. Men, men want to please you. We base our egos. Compliment for a man is that my wife doesn't want for anything. We want our wives, our girlfriend to brag. <laughs> want to make sure I'm good. Oh, that doesn't yeah. mean I do everything, but he makes sure I'm good. Guess what he did on Valentine's Day? What? And I am doing this. All right. Brought a personal chef to the house because we couldn't go to a restaurant because it's not safe for COVID with a newborn and the milk still has to flow. You <laughs> understand what I'm saying <laughs> for the newborn. So we bring a chef to the house, right? So that okay. we can have a romantic dinner or something new for my wife, right? And mm-hmm. so she deserves that. All right. And so if we're a man and, and you pride yourself, you should take care of your wife, or your girlfriend better than any other man can with the same means. Whatever your provisions are, you need to make sure you're taking care of her as well as you can based upon what you have. And a lot of times that's just creativity. So based on what Dr. Tart is saying, Louisa, did you want to share what your expectation is with your man on this Valentine's oh, Day? Come on. Um, well, I haven't disclosed him to him. I have not disclosed it to him yet. Uh, <laughs> he's traveling. And so we're not together, actually, on Valentine's Day. Okay. So we're going to celebrate on that Friday a few days later because that's when our schedules collide. But I will say this. If you are single on Valentine's Day or your significant other isn't close to you, I think you can still make pretty special accommodations for yourselves. Meaning, for example, even on New Year's Eve, because of travel and whatnot, I wasn't with my significant other. But at midnight, it wasn't even midnight where he was yet, but we were on the phone together, you know, Mm -hmm. because that video call and like the way that you can stay in touch with the world without necessarily being able to be in the same space and time has changed. So I say that in fact, that there's no real excuses anymore to have a half committed relationship. You know, you're either all in or all out. There was an interesting article just this morning on Instagram and it talked about half loving. If you're half committed, do yourself a favor, check yourself out because half committed is the demise of all the relationships. You know, you're either in or you're out. All right. Yes. Time lovers. Mm hmm. So, okay, so I know you both are very active in your professions. And so I'd like for you to share, because I didn't do it so great in the intro, um, your involvement um, with mental health. So let's start with Dr. Tart. You are doing many things. I know you do things on CNN, HLN. You also work with the uh, NBA. Can you let our viewers know who you are and what you do? 
I am a psychologist. Christian psychologists focus on relationships, all relationships, as well as mental health. Right now, doing a class called Better Husband, Better Wife for couples who are together or seriously dating who want to take marital classes because they want an amazing marriage, not a mediocre one. So check out betterhusbandbetterwife.com. We also have a class for singles called The Ring Formula. You can go to ringformula.com and check that out about how to date towards marriage. And and if you want to follow me, I have a text line to send you out mental health videos. Just simply text me at 770-637-5710. Again, that's 770-637-5710. And I send you out videos and relationship and mental health tips so that we can be well. That's wonderful. So the Better Husbands, Better Wives is a a retreat that uh, one can do or couples can do. All right, so betterhusbandbetterwife.com oh, better is wife. a marital class. We would, yeah, all right, but if you're looking for a marriage retreat, and this is a high-end marriage retreat. Yes, because you mentioned it earlier. You mentioned it earlier, and I... Wait, back up. I'm so sorry. I cut you off. You mentioned it before. Louisa told me about it. Can you please tell me again? It's called a weekendforlove.com where we've combined like a honeymoon wedding experience with a marriage retreat so that you can come spend time with one another, get what you need and take your marriage to the next level. Okay. A weekendforlove.com. Love it. And then I also know that you've written a book. What is the book? It's called The Ring Formula. Okay. How to Meet Mr. Right. Okay. I love it. I have my Mr. Right, but for you ladies out there, you know, it's available to you. Take note. Louisa, thank you for coming back. Oh, I love Louisa. Louisa Eiler will also be here at UNLV in the Greenspun Building. This month, um, we're going to have a women's empowerment conference here. Uh, So I hope that everyone who is listening will um, go to my website and Get your ticket. You can go to www.itswhereiam.com. Find the um, Evite and uh, come on down. We'll be here February 26th, which is a Saturday. It's free parking. Um, Come on down and listen to these amazing women. So, Louisa. So, I am a licensed clinical social worker and I'm also a college professor I started my career doing sexual health awareness and rape education, and then I got into more family dynamics because I have a special needs child. And then over the course of my life, as I've had my own personal transformation from being very heavy, around 300 pounds, to now being around 150, I have a very special calling to really help people have their best life, whether that's finances, whether that's fitness, whether that's faith, whether that's forgiveness, whatever it is. And I really believe through my own personal experience and my clinical knowledge, having actually been a real therapist, putting all that together really allows me to work with people in a different way and meet them where they are. And I think I'd just like to get some advice to the single people for Valentine's Day. Many Valentines, even as a therapist, I sat home and cried. I'm very passionate about suicide. So I know that people are, you know, at home alone thinking that their life is over. You will not die because you don't have someone who love you. You have to realize that, When you learn to love yourself, and I mean really love yourself and do the work that it takes to dig up the things that are causing you pain, 
your life will change in miraculous ways. And so you might be sitting here listening to this podcast or looking at it saying, oh, but my life has so much crap in it. Well, people pay a lot of money for fertilizer. Crap makes things beautiful because when you understand growth, when you finally break through all that stuff that happened to you to weigh you down, it's going to lift you up and you're going to be so strong. So if you're there and you're alone, you know, reach out to someone. And if there's no one there to reach out to, just look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love you. And I just think that that's important to remember. I love it. Thank you so much. I look forward to you being here February 26th, Louisa. Uh, Dr. Tart, thank you so much for making the time to come on to the show. You're welcome back anytime, of course. And uh, thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to 91.5 Jazz and More. I am your host, Zandra Pollard. I'm here every second Saturday of the month at 8.30 a.m. It's where I am. Bye.